1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify.
2: We're going. We're just going to run with it. We're just going to roll here.
0: Hey, welcome back to Make Me a Musical. We missed last week because Andrew's a lazy piece of shit, but we're back at you. Oh boy, we're back. Aren't you so happy to be
2: here, Andrew? Jess, you're punishing us with this topic.
0: Yes. Um, So, you've read the title and it's like, oh, that's actually a really good idea, but here's the caveat. I have never seen an episode of The Office, and Andrew, why don't you say your history with The Office and what limited knowledge you have?
2: I'm pretty sure I've seen like three or four episodes all the way through. I don't know which ones they were, though, but... They were definitely in it, Um, and a very long time ago, I was at my aunt's house, and she had a DVD copy of the British version of The Office, and I'm pretty sure I watched some of that, Um, but I can't remember any of that either.
0: Well, hell yeah. And this isn't like a better than thou. If you like The Office, that's fine. We're not trying to make fun of your stuff. But I think it would be funny to try to be the studio executives that are trying to make a musical out of The Office without watching a single episode of The Office. Now, I've seen the memes, and I've seen a clip here or there, but I've never fully watched a single episode.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the memes at this point have spanned every single singular frame of every episode (laughs) of The Office. So I'm pretty sure if you've seen all the memes, you have seen every episode of The Office. But that you might be what? speculation. And I think by that, I think we're going to be able to turn this into a musical. That's true. I oh. know that we have to have the part where the chili falls in the ground. Because
0: I've heard that that is an incredibly funny moment. I remember the part that where they pull the fire alarm and then trap them in there and everyone freaks out. That has to be a part. Wait, I don't remember that part. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't matter, obviously. Um, there's also um, the Wayne Gretzky part... coat that also has Michael Scott's name under it. That has to be referenced. Yep.
2: Yeah, there's the picture of um, Michael Scott, like, becoming the manager. And, like, he looks like a goofball. And then he's, like,
0: next to the professional-looking guy. And then we also have to have look to camera. We, How do you replicate that on stage, Andrew? Re- look to audience? That's actually... I
2: honestly feel like you can't do look to audience because look to audience is already super common on stage. You have to make, you have to do something else and bring in cameramen. (laughs) Yeah. I think actually what you want to do is have actual cameramen on stage representing the cameramen that are filming the documentary that I think is the framing device for the office.
0: And okay. So now we got to have like some kind of camera around somewhere where our TV screen, where we have that so that we can have the look to camera. So it'll be like a live feed of the documentary above the stage.
2: Yes, I think. And you want to have um, parts where characters are pulled aside and they get blown up onto the screen. You know, like that's their individual moment. And then they look at the camera.
0: I agree. I, I'm liking this. Um, okay, so we have that, but we need to figure out a story. Do we just tell a st- random episode of the office or maybe no maybe maybe no
2: this is this is our messed up amalgamation of what we think the entire series is about okay so i think we just we just wing it with what we think it happens
0: so we have michael scott and he's gonna call everyone together for a meeting um uh, that sounds like so he's the boss right
2: yeah, so this is the opening number to set up the world.
0: Yeah, and he's um, going into work because he's Michael, S- and he's not like the lead character, but he is the point of view character, kind of like Usnavi is not the he's, lead character. I want the him
2: heights. to be. He wants to. I want him to be more like, like a narrator slash secondary comedic character.
0: Yeah, I'm into that.
2: He, um, Jim is the lead.
0: I think Jim is. No, Jim or I, Pam. I'm going to argue Pam. Pam should be the lead. I have not I do not I know, know where she sits, but I'm gonna argue for her to be the lead because I want a strong female character.
2: <laughs> I mean, she can be for sure, but you have to Jim has a lot of like gags that he does with Dwight that you have to incorporate does he so. is that a thing? Yeah, but Pam is Dwight's friend, I think <sighs> pretty sure. so you can still tie it so in. are
0: Jim and Pam together? I remember that was like the moment that the show jumped the shark is when they got married.
2: Yeah, but what we need to do is we need to tell the story of them getting together.
0: No, no 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 no. Here's the pitch. Here here's the here's the rub that'll really piss people off. Oh god. Like Oh god. We'll make them divorced and that everyone has somehow come back to the office.
2: (laughs) And then Well, it does seem like no one really ever leaves. Michael Scott left and
0: then the show kind of just kept on going somehow. Yeah. That's
2: like the only character that ever left though. Yeah.
0: So, they're divorced, and then they have to return to the office because Michael Scott wants to get the band back. There we go, we got our plot. Reunion, and they would have divorced, and everyone hasn't seen each other for a while, and it's like a reunion documentary.
2: Oh, are we, we're not going to do like a, is this like a, where are they now documentary? That's what
0: it, they frame it as, but then it just shows, it, go, it veers off. That's
2: the opening number. That's kind
0: of like That's the, the premise number. for everyone joining in so that we can kind of fuck around and have our own story. Michael
2: Scott is doing the introduction where he's introducing the cast to the camera crew in the opening number. Exactly. And he's telling them, this is, we're doing a, where are we now? Because everyone really loved the documentary that came and out,
0: and the song is called "Back to the Office."
2: <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. It's brilliant. It's honestly, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, the fun. Where do we go from there?
0: Um, so we find out that okay, Jim so- and Pam got divorced. It didn't work out. So it's really awkward. And Pam shows up and she just wants...
2: You do it. You got to do it with a funny gag where Michael Scott still thinks that they are together. And he's like, I set you guys up right next to each other in the office because I know that you're married.
0: It, no, and it then- has to be much more awkward. <laughs> he has to, like, dedicate to it. He's like, I know you guys are going <laughs> to be, like, the happiest pair. I bet he's out there planning a prank. I bet you helped him with it. And then she's like, Michael, Michael, we we split up and it's just awkward cuz the offer and then is he, he, awkward
2: michael gets michael gets pulled aside and he's like well cheese they should have said something this is really awkward for me honestly <laughs> and he looks right at the camera don't don't
0: they have facebook or something where they could just tell you you're divorced
2: i feel like i should have gotten a phone call or something you could
0: have sent me an email a text this is better then, than an office then, episode honestly they,
2: yeah yeah but then then the camera crew goes to pam and and, and it's like and it's like uh we sent him an email <laughs>
0: <laughs> we sent everyone an email <laughs> because you gotta immediately you contradict go. what was just said in the last scene that's how the office works and then j- we wrote it we wrote an office we joke did it, we did guys. it guys we wrote their one joke then Dwight shows up and he's like, oh yeah, I remember going to your divorce party. He's like, there was a divorce party? What? I'm Steve Carell. <laughs> divorce party? <laughs> yeah, it's just where everyone gets to say goodbye to you guys as a couple.
2: Okay. Um, the second song needs to be...
0: It needs to be Pam's uh, I Want something... song. Because um, we're framing her as our main character here.
2: Uh, what, what does she want? Why, is she even, why did she even come back to this? She
0: came back because this is the last time she was happy um where she kind of it it has to be like you can't go home or something like that something about like how we all just wanted to go back to the salad days but you never really can okay
2: so it's about how she's hoping this will make her happy again yeah
0: but she's kind of older she's depressed she's kind of worn out and she just like it's nowhere near the pam that we saw from the tv show that i assume is this bright kind of cheerful character I have no idea. She might but actually. Not be. I,
2: I'm pretty sure in the TV show she wants to be an artist and does not want to work at the office. <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe she tries like, oh. art and then she fails so horribly and is embarrassed and then she just wants to go back to the I'm pretty office.
2: sure that's also... I'm pretty sure that already happened oh, in fuck. the Oh, fuck.
0: What can too. we do? What, it's like The Simpsons. What can we do?
2: Why don't we just do it anyways?
0: Why don't she... She is a successful artist and it's not fulfilling for her. And she just kind of looks back into the time she was actually happy. But really, she's confusing it with her being young and aspiring and as opposed to like actually being happy and she's changed you know what more jaded more angry more bit more of an aubrey plaza type
2: yeah and she really just needs she needs to get jim back in her life th- and that's that's the real problem obviously. but the problem
0: is jim comes in with his new wife oh no and makes it super awkward yes and she, it should be someone like it should be like character actor
2: i feel like with for the office the musical you could just name every song awkward <laughs> And and like that's every song.
0: <laughs> and his his op- his song because he right after she has her like oh I'm so sad song. He's got the it's Jim song and and what he does is he he makes a gag out of looking at the the camera after every line of his song.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. he also has to prank. He has to prank Dwight at the end of it.
0: Um, the the prank is that Dwight's like, "Oh yeah, you're just single and like living at large," and he's like, and the prank is the wife. Like he comes in acting like he's like single ladies man, but he's got a new wife and she's pregnant with a new. <laughs> oh, that's a big big one. New pregnant wife. This is
2: this is gonna be incredibly awkward.
0: Yeah, that's the office. <laughs> Isn't that what the office does?
2: Oh boy. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm following the story you're laying out here so far. I'm not really sure where the fuck you go from here, though. I really want to incorporate the guy that works in the warehouse, because he was always my favorite character. Who is he?
0: I don't know. I've never seen an episode of The Office.
2: He like they have like a warehouse crew, and he I think is the manager back there, and he's always like funny because he works in the warehouse and not in the office, so he doesn't like the people that work in the office.
0: Um. Okay. So maybe Michael is as really someone who, trying as
2: someone who has uh, worked in a yes. warehouse. I get the feeling.
0: Maybe Michael's just trying to escape the awkward because in his future, like, he's remembering, oh, no, my entire life here at the office, the office TM, was awkward every day. And, and now it's getting more awkward. And then he goes back to the warehouse, and it's just, like, the same. Like, he hasn't aged a day. Everyone else has changed so much, but he has literally the same, has not changed jobs, not changed positions. He's, a uh, 20th, what is it, the thing from, uh... The Sentry Man from... Oh, what the fuck? Um, How to Succeed. 21st Century Man? That guy. Oh, okay. He's kind of like that. I've had the same job. Don't have any complaints. And he's the antithesis okay. of moving forward, which is what everyone else did. Everyone else eventually left the office, whereas he just stayed here. And it's the mirror of why you shouldn't be going back. You should always be moving forward. And that could be it could be the reason why we learned the lessons. Okay. Um so
2: what happens uh,
0: who does ellie kemper play in the office
2: i have no idea are you kidding me um so is is jim and pam getting back together no they do not
0: they do not they rekindle and end on good ground better ground than they started but they don't get back together
2: can we can we just do like a fanfic and and she ends up with with dwight
0: um i was gonna pitch she was gonna end up with uh ellie kemper's character
2: I don't know who that is. Erin,
0: she popped up in season five, apparently, and lasted until the end. Ellie Kemper. Yeah.
2: I have no idea
0: who this is. Uh. You know what? Know what? Fuck it. I- I've got a better idea. You know? You know what happens? Sure. Mar- Martin Freeman from the British Office shows up, and Pam ends up with him because he was the gym equivalent in the UK office.
2: You know what? That's a good reference.
0: <laughs> And it's like the twist ending where, yeah, Jim and Pam can't go back. um, And they kind of realize, like, we were never really meant to be It was kind of forced on us. Like, it felt like we didn't really have a say in it. It felt like there was just pressure from the rest of the world and the rest of everyone else for us to kind of end up together, but it was never really our decision. And then Pam's, like, looking forward, and we find out that um, Jim and his new wife stay together for the rest of their lives, and Pam ends up with this new guy, um, who I don't remember who Martin Freeman's version is, Um, Tim Canterbury, who is just... Just Jim but in the British version. D- Tim Jim, you get it? Fucking kill me.
2: I I get it. I get it. Okay. So what happens in the middle there? We have we have to have some drama where like, no,
0: that's where you get all the funny gags and subplots and everything. Like everyone else has their own. I I want
2: there plot. to be I want there to be like the idea that she's gonna try to convince Jim to leave uh his new wife. You know? Yeah, I feel like that's up. Absolut- that doesn't happen. She
0: tries to scheme with Dwight, and he's like, "That's the ultimate plant prank. That's the ultimate get back on Jim."
2: Is Dwight evil? I don't think he would do I think that. He, he wants likes his friends.
0: He, I think I, I've never seen that episode i know that there's pranks <laughs>
2: <laughs> i know do you think he would go that far to prank like ruin their relationship
0: i think maybe he just ships him and pam so hard
2: what if uh he doesn't realize the full extent of the plan and he's just playing into the prank aspect of it but he doesn't realize that he's uh breaking
0: up a marriage <laughs> actually yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i like yeah. that that's funny
2: and then he can have like a moment where he's like oh no i didn't know i was doing that <laughs>
0: And then the final emotional catharsis scene is between Pam and Michael, who also learned a lesson very similar to Pam's, which is you can't ever come back. You got to keep moving forward to new and great things. And the joke is Michael does do that. He stops working in an office and figures his own life out. Whereas Pam doesn't, and she just returns to literally another gym.
2: Yeah, which is a better... It's a British gym, so it's better.
0: Yeah, and it's a much more dark ending that... Suits, you know, the British office a bit more, which is a bit more mean.
2: And then the actual true end of the show is Ricky Gervais comes out and stares directly at the audience.
0: What did you just watch? Oh, you... oh, oh, oh. I'm Ricky Gervais. I'm going to say some edgy shit. Atheists have it worse than any Christian.
2: And then he stares straight into their hearts.
0: And then the show ends. <laughs> And the show ends. Um, and Back to the Office is our opening number. Um,
2: you yes. Can't Go Back
0: as Pam's um, I Want song. Um, there should be the warehouse number where it's just like, you know what? Stay in place.
2: I want... One of the episodes I've seen is, uh, Michael destroys the warehouse accidentally, <laughs> and the warehouse crew has to repair it, and they're, like, really pissed off about it. So, like, let's just make that a song. What
0: if the ending is, like, Dwight's plan to prank Michael, or prank Jim, has gone so out of hand that the entire office burns down? <laughs> like, the... <laughs> literally... I like no that. no way to go back. I like that. I do like that. Um, yeah. It's literally about burning the past. Burning like burning down the Isn't office. that
2: what happens in
0: office space? Yeah, it is. That's a good ending. It's then. a great ending. Alright. Anything All else right. that what, we need to what add? What sort to of it?
2: I I don't think so. I think that most of this show is just gonna be dumb jokes. Yes.
0: I think it's going to be like and 90 minutes. It's going to be a one-act, not like a full two-act musical.
2: What kind of music style are we thinking?
0: I'm thinking you get the guy who did Mean Girls, who also did the score to the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Tina Fey's husband, and bring him in and get that bouncy feel that could also have like a dark twinge to it.
2: I want the bouncy feel, and I'm also picturing, like, really simple pop ballads.
0: Yes, I agree.
2: You know? Um, I actually don't think you need that many characters, like, actors. You get, like, five or six to cover the main crew, and that'd be probably enough.
0: Yeah, and you can double. Do we bring in the real actors? I feel like you can only bring in the real actors.
2: I don't think any of them will be willing to do this, and I think most of them are trying to distance themselves from The Office at this point.
0: Oh, John Krasinski, he's directing a few horror movies good for him i mean
2: i don't think he wants to do the office anymore
0: my god man the office makes your career can't you go back for one stage musical eight times a week i mean steve carell i mean he distanced himself from the office before it stopped airing i mean i don't blame him there that felt that was probably an exhausting job but this is one show you know one eight times a week performance what (laughs) you know for probably <laughs> that's 3 years of his life you know
2: yeah um, I'm gonna say we're gonna have to find people that look similar to them. Lame. So we find a bunch of white people. You know what? What um, if we
0: did like an all-black production of the, of The Office, and that's just our additional bits.
2: I I don't think you can do that because The Office itself is uh, about white too privilege white to begin with. Really, it's, it's about it's about being white. I'm just gonna throw it out there. The Office is the whitest show on the planet. All, it's yeah, it's the whitest show that has ever existed.
0: I i've never seen an episode of it but i'm willing to bet you're right i feel like (laughs) Uh, we just wrote an episode of the office right now without really knowing much about it
2: uh yeah you got the i mean is there gonna be do we even bother with a song about paper no because i I feel
0: like they don't
2: even mention that in the show ever no
0: the office is just a location that gets all these weirdos together in one room oh god
2: you've made me think about the office more than i wanted to in the last 20 minutes so i don't make you um, do anything Why don't we uh, figure out what um, we want to do for direction and uh, any other elements of it? I
0: think they should make this, like, really dark, like, every laugh is the awkward, like, really embrace the dark awkward as opposed to the funny, goofy awkward. That's
2: just the British version. You just want to do the British version. then?
0: Yes, um, but in America with the American people, and that'll pay off when we introduce Martin Freeman character.
2: Okay. So, a more British-style darker humor. Yes. And I don't think it was I don't think it will play well for American audiences, so is this like are we doing this
0: in England? Nope. Do it in America. We'll we'll bait and switch them. Convince them, "Oh, this is just your office friends." We'll try to do it like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child where Yeah, it's different actors, but it's totally the same universe. <sighs>
2: So you want to spite Office fans with your version of the Office not being what they want it to be? Um, it's
0: my Last Jedi interpretation of the Office. It's what uh, they need, not particularly I mean, that's, what they want.
2: That's one way to say the exact thing that I just said, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Last Jedi was not made to spite Star Wars fans.
2: It depends who you ask.
0: You haven't even seen the movie.
2: No, and I never will.
0: It's like we've never seen the Office.
2: Oh, okay. Um,
0: what do you think Ben Brantley would other... say about this?
2: Oh, yeah, right. What would critics think? They would hate it.
0: I don't know. Absolutely I think they'd appreciate it. the different direction, to be honest. They'd bring up, like, honestly that part of it. I'm
2: thinking about this, and I think this is maybe the worst musical we've ever made.
0: Really? How many have we done?
2: We've done, like, ten we've of done, them now. This, this is the 13th. worst one. This is the worst one.
0: Re- lucky number 13? My God, and this is the worst I don't one. even
2: think. I don't even think I would watch this
0: oh i might watch it if it's this dark i'd watch it
2: um i think office fans would be extremely turned off by it they would not like it i think critics uh of musicals wouldn't like it and honestly somehow i'm getting the feeling that the songs would also be bad (laughs) and i don't know why they would be but i think they would
0: what if we just like really knocked it off knocked their socks off with the stagecraft
2: that's the only thing I'm thinking of that could be good, because you could do, like, some cool stuff with, like, onstage cameras, which I don't think I've ever seen done.
0: And think about, um, think about, like, the jokes. The jokes would still be there. It would just also have, like, a darker cynical edge to it. Yeah. If it's, like, really, really funny and all that, I think it could work. It would just have, like, a less than satisfying payoff. It's the ending that you didn't know you needed.
2: So, is this where we talk about the fact that there already is an Office, the musical? There
0: probably is. I think there's an Office parody musical.
2: (laughs) Yes, there is. I think it's currently... Oh, it was on tour. It's closed now. Is
0: it because of COVID? It is because of COVID. Man. I'm curious as to what they did. They probably were like, oh, we love it. It's very Potter sequel, Twisted style, probably. Yeah, we love the thing, but we could take the piss a little bit. It looks
2: like they pretty much are just doing, like, an episode.
0: Oh, that's lame. We're, we're, we're like, deconstructing The Office and its tropes, and they're doing an episode.
2: We should, um, we should definitely cover this at some point. Yeah, I
0: think we will on the p- show proper. Um, if we ever get, like, Ellie Kemper on the show, I'd force her to do that. And also address, like, you know, being in that slave... The, what was that thing that she was at? The debutante ball...
2: Wait, there's also a link here to the Office murder
0: mystery parody. Oh, fuck, that actually sounds fun. That 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 premise alone, I'm into. Why didn't we think of that?
2: This is um, this is very interesting. Um, I'm glad I have no knowledge of this though. Um, but I'm excited for us to be forced to watch it. Heck yeah, at some point. request
0: it for Patreon or something.
2: Don't say that.
0: Hey, if they're paying <laughs> us, they, they can request whatever the fuck they want. Andrew, you know how money works. Oh my
2: god. So the people who made this, they also created Friends, the musical parody. Bayside, the Saved by the Bell musical. I know that one. Full House, the musical. Kardashians, the musical. So they're doing their Show own girls, version of Make Me a Musical. the musical. John, Benet, John Bennett?
0: John Benet Ramsey, the musical. musical? The- Do you know who John Benet Ramsey is? Oh, they're working hard on The Passion of the Teletubbies. Oh my they're doing their own Make Me a Musical. They've done it, Andrew. They've made it happen. They, these guys are... They make their they, own musicals.
2: This, this is like, uh... They're like Starkid or whatever, but...
0: Some always specifically think Starkid f- has more love for what they do.
2: I mean, I don't know. Maybe these are all really well thought out and great stuff.
0: Not to be the negative Nelly, but I don't think so.
2: I mean, their producer has worked on some really good stuff. Um, One Woman, Sex in the City, uh... Family Feud Live Celebrity Edition. That's
0: fun. That's a fun premise.
2: Uh, Elvis and Me, An Evening with Priscilla Presley. Nope. Um,
0: Gone one step yeah. too far. Flew too close to the sun.
2: All right. Do you have anything else to add here? No, I, I think I'm...
0: I'm done. That was The Office the Musical. We did it in less than 30 minutes. Andrew, yes. what do you think of it? Do you think you would have liked it?
2: I've, I've already been very clear. I think it's going to be very bad.
0: Yeah. But what do you guys think? Would you watch our version of The Office musical made by two guys that never really watched The Office? No they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> but maybe you'll watch next week's. Um, tune in next time for Make Me a Musical. Bum da dum bum ba da da